This is when we this could start going generation. down rabbit holes. Yeah, this <laughs> is the one where we could spend a lot of time on because GameCube is huge. PS2 is huge. I would huge. have to say one thing: Dreamcast way ahead of its time. Dreamcast, I have no experience with. Back then, I y'all had a Dreamcast, yeah, right? I I remember playing in the Dreamcast at your all's place, and I was just thinking, this is freaking amazing. Uh, like I don't even remember what game I was playing on the Dreamcast when I played at your house. Soul Calibur. That's what it was. Oh, that's when I first got introduced to Soul Calibur. Yep, that was the first Soul Calibur game. When Soul Calibur came out, it was amazing. It ran at 60 frames per Yeah, second. it looked amazing. It still looks today, good today at today's standards. That was also the only place where you could play Street Fighter 3. Being a huge Street Fighter fan, I was like, I gotta oh, that. gotta have that. GameCube. Yeah, GameCube was good. There was a Metro. The first Metroid game was it Metroid, Metroid Prime? Prime? Oh my god, that Metroid game, Prime. One of the best. I got games. lost in that game. We got ours on Christmas. It was for both of us. I remember that. I remember that because I remember when you moved out, you took it with you. <laughs> I hated you ever since. And you know what? <laughs> yeah, I think you yes. ended up getting rid of it too. <laughs> I did. That was for both of us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Eric. Yeah, it's okay. I'm sorry. I just don't have a GameCube anymore. Wind Waker was the last Zelda game I remember I watching you play that. You'd let me sell for you, because <laughs> you'd like walk on like, here, keep it going that direction. Like, okay. I can jump. Cool. There's a shark chasing me. <laughs> what do I do? Just keep sailing. <laughs> PlayStation 2. Yeah, Time splitters. Time, oh! Time splitters. The horror parts of that game were actually scary to me. Yeah, Time Splitters 1, the haunted mansion or whatever. Oh, yeah, it was like that was creepy. I remember in the the single player or the co-op or whatever, there's a section in like the horror part of that. You get dropped into a minecart and oh, you get riding yeah. off. But isn't that the one with the hunchback or whatever, the Notre Dame level? Maybe. But the player two didn't get dropped into the minecart, so he had to run. I remember being that guy. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> you left me behind. Metal Gear Solid Two, Metal, Metal Gear Solid, Solid Three. 2. I remember the the trailer for Metal Gear Solid Two. Yep. The graphics, that the game physics, was cool. and then you got to riding. What happened? Yeah. <laughs> then you got to riding. An eighth of the way into the game, I, I thought it was kind of hilarious. Who is this? <laughs> <laughs> we cannot deny the importance of Xbox. And, getting us to where we are today. Oh, yeah. Like, I personally... I'm I'm personally not... Competition was great. I'm personally not an Xbox fan, but the Xbox is important. Yeah. Yeah. It has its place. Halo is what built Xbox. Xbox. Yeah, for sure. Without Halo, we are not even talking about Xbox. Yeah, (laughs) I agree. If Halo didn't exist, Xbox would not have existed. Uh, Splinter Cell. That's right. That was an exclusive. Oh, I remember. That that game was revolutionary. That one was hard. It was. That was was an exclusive to um, uh, their platform. Remember how it's like he would do the splits in a hallway? Yeah. yeah. Such a weird thing. When you think back about it. (laughs) Uh, PlayStation 3. It was the first console I never bought at launch. Mm -hmm. I, I bought it at Circuit City. Oh, wow. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I, I don't remember where I bought mine. <laughs> Those don't exist anymore. 
can't forget the orange box came out during that yeah. time. Yeah. The orange box. Yeah. I had Team Portal. Fortress 2. Oh, yeah. the Valve bundle. Yeah. I think and I also had Half-Life 2. You had it. I had it, yeah. I would love to have another Portal. Yeah. yeah. Portal 2 Portal was, was fun. Really cool. But, but you know, Valve can't count to three, so. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> That was a burn on Valve right there. If any of Of course, Metal Gear 4. Yeah. That one was huge. That was a big I game. I remember playing through that game so that's many times. That's yeah, when uh, that Kojima really started <laughs> coming into his zone where the technology was allowing him to go places where he really wanted yeah, to go. Every time he brought out a game, it was just amazing. Yeah. The mm. first one was amazing. The second one, I mean, they all had like leaps and bounds like from the, the previous. Right. They really did, yeah. Yeah, like the technology that they would have in the game. It was just like, what? You can do this now? Well, moving back to the yes. Xbox 360. <laughs> What's <Back> on that? <laughs> you remember the Red Ring of Death? Yep. I had never it. experienced it. I had it, and that's when I gave it to my brother, and he sent it off to get it fixed. <laughs> yeah, do you know what caused it? No. Overheating one. No. <laughs> was it overheating? I have no idea. That's part of it. I think because I remember hearing a thing where you could like dump it in ice. If it happened, you you could like cause it to overheat even more, and it would like, I guess, melt some solder or something and fix it. Well, I don't think I don't know if that's true. (laughs) I just remember hearing your fire. No, not not like that. (laughs) Let me let me tell you what what actually was was happening inside of the console. Okay, so apparently they didn't engineer the power um, distribution on the board correctly. And in fact, what they did was borderline illegal, uh-huh. <laughs> apparently. And at least they put in a feature where you get a red ring of death. <laughs> but anyway, uh, what was happening is that a, a component on the board would get so hot, the board would warp. Oh, okay. And the main one of the main um, parts chips on the board would just come loose. Huh. Oh, okay. And so eventually, if you got it hot and kept it up, maybe it would warp back and things would come back on. Oh, okay. And so you heard about people putting towels in their consoles yeah, that's and everything exactly like what that. I heard. Wow. I mean, it's like really weird, but. So if you were tech enough, you could probably just took it apart and resoldered things. It wouldn't have mattered because oh, it was really? still overheat. Oh. And because this is on a very ground engineering level, hmm. this isn't hmm. something you just add solder. It would just continue to bow or stuff until it was completely not functional anymore. Jeez. So that's why we have the redesign of the console and stuff like that. Yeah. And I mean the guts of Microsoft to go like, okay, we're going to spend nearly a billion dollars fixing all to fix all of these things. (laughs) No questions asked. I mean, talking about consumer first. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you wouldn't think of anybody doing that today. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, but my I, th- 360, I feel like they take very like a lot of precautions to prevent something like that. Oh yeah, talk today. about lessons learned. Oh yeah, yeah. But see, my 360, I encountered that on the last leg of it in my life mm. because then the PlayStation <laughs> Three so just like out. so I was whatever. just like I don't even care that it has a red red ring. And it was like a while before I was like, oh, you want this? You can have it. You just got to get it sent off to get fixed. I had a first-generation Xbox 360 for a long time. Yeah. And I eventually replaced it with one of the newer models. I got the Star Wars R2-D2 <laughs> uh, yeah. model, which 
chirps at you in R2-D2 speak. That's funny. Um, and it just fills me with such joy. But, um, you know, I had that in the C-3PO controller. But then there was Connect. You guys remember the Connect? The camera system yeah, or whatever? Camera. It was, that wasn't 360, was it? Yeah, yeah it was 360. It came out. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, I guess Project it was. Natal. Yeah, because the PlayStation Three had the Move controllers. PlayStation Two? No, it that was, was the Three. I. I'm I'm getting them all like yeah intertwined. Now the PlayStation Two had a camera. Yeah. But it didn't have the Move controllers or anything. Okay. Yeah, the Move controllers were in response to the Wii the yeah, yeah, remotes. Which I think the Move controllers were great. They just didn't have the games for it. Hmm. Yeah, that one disc golf game that we played a lot. Fun. <laughs> they had an archery game that was a lot of fun too. That's true. It's but yeah, funny that you it was got good tech. Those. It just didn't didn't have games. Hmm. What? It's kind of funny that you got onto those when the Wii was like ew. <laughs> but I liked I liked the way they felt. Yeah. Okay. They felt more they were precise. A lot, yeah, they were they were a lot more um, precise. Because they had the camera. They and just stuff. didn't bring anything out for them. So it was just kind of useless tech at that point. Yeah. Whereas now, Until I VR. think they utilize the moves a lot better. Well, they were supposed to use the um, uh, the move controllers in conjunction with the PlayStation 3 camera they had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they had this thing called Wonder Book. You remember that Wonder Book uh, demo on mm-hmm. E3? Mm-hmm. It was like a physical book, and you like wave the move around like it was a wand and mm-hmm. things would come out of the book on the television no i don't remember that yeah it never came out yeah. <laughs> wonder why <laughs> kind of like that whole milo artificial intelligence thing that they showed off at three uh for for the connect, know, the connect. but see that was like i wasn't keeping track of xbox at that point yeah like i heard i've seen like the connect in action and it was it was cool tech but like I didn't know many people that had it. I don't. Did y'all have one? Connect. Yeah. I did. It, it, it started coming packed in with new consoles. Really? Yeah, it started becoming a standard with it, didn't it? Yeah, and uh, I have uh, have one. And there was this one that they had some really cool games that tracked really well. Um, they had a game called Gun Stringer. Yeah. And basically, it was like these um, uh, like a marionette. And you had your hands up like a marionette, and you would, you know, move it back and forth with your hands. But hmm. see, that, that was the the nice thing about the Connect, though, is like there was no controller. There was no controller to hold on to or anything. All you, it was just the, the camera system, and yeah. it would just track everything about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it worked. It's uh, definitely good, cool tech. But yeah. as far as a gameplay thing, to me, it was just gimmicky. Well, where it really shined was in a like, game called Dance Central. Dance those dance games, yeah. Because it would unlike DDR Let's anyone. <laughs> I played that in the arcade. <laughs> unlike let uh, unlike let's dance, where it, like it just tracks a little uh, controller yeah. or whatever, yeah. where all you have to do is just do the hand movements and it would track. Just dance. Dance Central would track every single movement of your hands and everything, hips and your whole <laughs> body. <laughs> so You're it's like, like you had, score, my man. You score. had to dance. You yeah. are white. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I mean, it's like. They they tried getting it back up with the Xbox One, mm-hmm. and just you know dropped it. Because so are they going to bring something like that out for the next Xbox? There seems to be no plans for that. But the PlayStation is going to be getting a new VR, the new PlayStation Five, right? It, the rumor is is that they do have one in development uh, that they were going to use 
a, a camera with it again that was going to be built into the console, but they ditched mm. that idea. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I'd put it in the console. No. Yeah. Uh, they wanted to use like Maybe a mirrorless camera or something like that, but components and just the implementation of that wasn't... It's okay to have it as a, an addition. Well, not, a, not only that, the developers <laughs> weren't so keen on the idea. Yeah. So, so is Xbox not going to hop on this the VR, VR train? wondering that. They have no interest in hopping on to the VR train. Which I guess in the PC world, yeah, they for have Microsoft, they don't really stuff. have to because they have the PC part. Yeah. So really, they don't have to worry about it for the console. I guess that's true. Well, they just don't see it as a like a mainstream thing and right now. It's yeah, not. and it's not. Um, but you know, it's like I think the one thing we'll definitely remember about the Xbox 360 is just how it grew. They had a great a controller. I know that. Oh yeah, they still and their their controller is definitely one of the best ever made. I will uh, give them not, that. They had a good controller. If not the best controller ever made. Now whether you're on the staggered or parallel, I like the parallel, but the staggered was it felt good. It's all personal. Yeah, yeah to me know. there's really it doesn't to it's me, just it doesn't what cost set much PlayStation and Microsoft apart in my opinion. Well, I will tell you one thing about the 360 controller that I really like. I like the position of their triggers. Yeah. And the way they feel in my hand. They definitely have yeah, feel better than well, PS4 controller did a lot better job yeah. than the PS3 for the triggers. Oh, for certain, because they actually gave it that. They had a little lip. It yeah. was more a trigger than a button. Yeah. yeah, but you know, it's like reaching up to hit the bumpers. Mm. That never felt right to me on a 360 controller. Yeah, I felt like I was reaching too much. Yeah, well, that's why I, I'm biased because I like PlayStation. But that's why I like the PlayStation because they were literally right next to each other. Yeah. There was no, like, elevation change. <laughs> but I think one thing about the 360 that's most oh, notable to me... Can I hop back to the original Xbox for a second? Oh, sure. sure. Do you remember the controller that you got for shooters that was, like, two oh, pistols? Yeah, I do. And it that had the, thing. It had the buttons was, that you did that this and then the triggers. Junk. <laughs> and then the analogs. I do remember that. But uh, it was so cool because you would be playing, holding it like this, and you'd have the face buttons on your like, yeah. middle fingers. It was awkward. Yeah, and then the two analogs. But yeah, it triggers. was like pistol grips. Yeah, it was like yeah. your dual-wheeling little thing, yeah. but you're like this. Such a gimmick. That thing was weird. It was very weird. But Such was, a gimmick. It was pretty fun to play. It looked cool, though. It did. It was, and it had like a screen or something on it, I think, didn't it? It probably did. Maybe something where you could like program or something. Yeah, it had like programmable buttons. Anyway, sorry. So like presets that yeah. you could select. Yeah. I thought yeah. that was an interesting yeah. But like I said, the one thing about the 360 generation that I think is most notable is just Xbox growth uh, as a legitimate game platform. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, They really came into their own on the 360. And, and not only that, they really leveraged um, their um, uh, their marketplace yeah. uh, for digital games, highlighting indies, things like that, like yeah. different cells, things like that. Um, that's where I played Mark of the Ninja. That was a, a great really game. great great downloadable game. Don't know that one. Um, I had that. You one would on love PC. that game. Xbox only. I take a, it. Not anymore. Yeah, um, I think it's on. You can get it on PS4 now. Hmm. You should look it up. Yeah, it's a. Really What's it called? Cool. Mark of the Ninja. It's a stealth 2D uh, side scroller. Hmm. Really good. It's not very long either. No, no, it's pretty it's short. a pretty like concise but, game. You know, and also them growing more as a platform with new exclusives like Gears of War. Yeah. You know, things like that. And who knows what they're going to do with the new studios that they got. Oh, yeah. There's who knows what's going to come out yep. for this next generation. What is that? Some old school side scroller? Oh, the heck? Uh, 
Oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Looks cool. So one thing I want to say about the PlayStation 3, though, about the price. Um, uh, IGN, they have a podcast called uh, Unfiltered. Yeah. They have uh, industry veterans from the gaming industry, uh, either developers or business guys, executives, whatever. They come by and they he just it's just an interview show. Yeah. And Phil Harrison, he was with uh, Sony uh, from 1992 to 08 uh, as an executive uh, for them. Well, on a management level on some yeah, in some level, he eventually became a Worldwide Studios head. Um, I think for the PlayStation Three era. Yeah, he was. Uh, r- r- uh, they asked him about the cost of the console and what they really should have uh, priced the console at. <laughs> um, but they and he said, uh, "Let's see, I got it right here." He said the actual PS Three price, the price to manufacture it would make the eyebrows shoot right off the top of your head. Jeez. Yeah, he said charging $600 for um uh, for the console at retail was way too low. Wow. Wow. Yeah. He said it should have been way more because of the cost of um manufacturing that thing was so expensive. Jeez. I wonder what like the actual price would have been that they needed to charge. I don't know, but he wouldn't say because it's not public knowledge. And he's yeah. Like, he's just, you it's know. probably closer to like $800. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if it would have touched like $1,000. Maybe. That from the, I mean, that would have made my eyebrow shoot off the top well, of my I head. know. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like it, it, to say that term, it's like it'd have to be way up there. Pretty yeah. up there, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's hmm. going to be, It's he's with so Stadia. I, so I don't know if that's like a good thing that it did so well. In sales or a bad thing? <laughs> if well, it was uh, underpriced for the cost of what it making it. Well, well eventually. That was the biggest um, reason they probably redid it. Probably. Not had all well, that stuff. Why did PlayStation come out with a slimmer model? Uh, because. Uh, like comp- every generation had one. Well, because the components got cheaper. Yeah. Okay. And they get, <laughs> and everything got smaller. Because like the first PlayStation PS1 had a, a small one. It did? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, they called it the PS1. PS1. Yeah, O zero O O yeah zero O N E yeah. Did we one. ever have one of those? No. Okay. No, then that's really why I, I never, I never bought, <laughs> I never bought the slim version. Take a disc. Okay. We never had the slim PS2 either. No, I had, I didn't yeah. have a reason to have it because my original one still worked. <laughs> yeah. I think the PS2 finally started to crap out yeah. now. Oh, oh yeah. Which sucks. Oh. But anyway. But anyway, yeah, the um uh, PlayStation. Three guests got smaller, and all the co- because the components got smaller, yeah, and it got cheaper to produce, mm-hmm. and so, and it, you know, it's like didn't take. I was uh, that was something I always was curious about is why they would come out with slim versions because they then they would cheaper. discontinue the original ones. Yeah, they they get they get cheaper to make. Yeah, so okay, that's generally the reason why that makes sense then. But um, because yeah. I've I've never owned a slim version of any of them. Yeah, for the lo- so for the longest time. Sony was just playing catch up with uh, Microsoft. Eventually, at the end of the lifespan of the consoles, uh, Sony ended up overtaking them for consoles and homes. Yeah, in the PlayStation Three. Yeah, really. Yeah, it actually ended up uh, surprising selling Xbox. how expensive yeah. it was to make. That was only at the start, though. <laughs> yeah, for the first two years. But this is a generation that uh, lasted about eight years. Is that wow. for, is that for PS Three or Xbox? Because Xbox came out. Well, here. seven. 
seven years. Seven to eight years. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I was just curious which one it was going off of. But yeah, since Xbox uh, released a year earlier. Yeah. uh, Wow. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Yeah. 360 was around forever. Yeah. And so in 2013, well, I should say in 2012, we got the Wii U. Yeah. Uh, How long do you think the Wii U lasted? Lasted? A year? No, it lasted for four years. Five if you go by the release of uh, the Switch, when the Switch released, Mm. which released in 2017. But then they discontinued the Wii U. But the thing about the Wii U, they stopped supporting the Wii U probably about three years in. Really? What? That doesn't... Okay. Like the last two years of the Wii, you could find no games for it because they weren't making games for it anymore. So what was the Wii U's problem? (laughs) It was basically a Wii. That yeah, the they thing was, is like, there was a lot of confusion over what the Wii U was. Yeah, because when they showed it off, people just thought it was just an upgrade for your Wii. That you just bought that little thing, and uh, that was an, an attachment for your oh. Wii. Oh, <laughs> nobody realized it was a new console. <laughs> yeah, it was very weird. Then just not advertise it well or something. No, they didn't. There was just so much brand confusion with it that. People just didn't know what it was. I, but mean, it, I remember it, it obviously in line. evolved into the Switch. Well, I remember standing in line for a pre-order, uh, a game, and this family behind me were making this making the remarks I'm making to you about, oh, that's just a new upgrade for your Wii, and I and I'm going, actually, that's a new console. They're like, it is. Yeah, I mean, wow. First of all, <laughs> you just call it Wii U, and then it's like Wii Wii Wii. And when they showed it off. <laughs> <laughs> You walked into that one. <laughs> That's funny. But, you know, basically you have, when they showed off the controller, not the controller, when they showed off the, the system. The unit. <laughs> when they showed off the system, all they showed was the controller and the screen. Yeah. That's all they showed. They didn't show the console itself. Oh, yeah. Uh, to be it, honest, I had to think actually, like what the actual console looked like. but It, it, it actually did have a console, didn't it? Yeah, that was a really weird thing. And that's a real shame because it did some really cool stuff. Yeah. I mean, that uh, uh, Nintendo Land. Oh, yeah. I, I love Nintendo that. Land. You know, you had that Mario Chase. Um, it definitely had some interesting stuff. For you it. had that Luigi Mansion, the ghost hunt thing. But it's almost like they should have just sold that controller as an addition to the Wii versus, which it may have been because the Wii didn't have. Well, the strange thing about the Wii U is that it was basically PlayStation 3 power. Okay. That's how... That, that's how they said it was just better than a 360 or something like that. Okay. And so graphically, they weren't going for anything big and powerhouse. But, you know, at that time, there was still a lot of, uh, I think, kind of a lot of <laughs> playing catch up, raised eyebrows <laughs> from third party developers. Like, what are we supposed to do with this? What do I do? We're with on, that? We're, we're developing for PlayStation 4 and Xbox yeah. One right now. We're like seven years in the PlayStation 3 going out. <laughs> yeah, and that's why they got so many old ports yeah, that's uh, on that system. They got, um, <laughs> why they got Mass Effect 3 and Batman Arkham uh, City and stuff like that. Didn't on they the get the Bayonetta 2 as an exclusive? They did because they paid for that game. That's weird. <laughs> Because the Bayonetta 1 was... Cross-platform. Cross-platform. Okay. But it wasn't on a Nintendo console. No, it was, was on it? the Wii. It was? Okay. I just thought that was weird that they ended up with the second one as an exclusive. Yeah, because they paid for that. The, mm-hmm. the, in fact, uh, the guys at Platinum said there would be no um, 
Bayonetta 2 without Nintendo. Hmm. Okay. And they're also paying for Bayonetta 3. <laughs> so. Oh, okay. There, there's, well, crystals. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's been talks of a new PlayStation and play and Xbox. Is there anything in the Nintendo? Mm, Switch is People are constantly coming out with rumors about an updated Switch. That's more powerful. That could do 4K. Isn't it weird stuff. how Nintendo is always off from like Microsoft? They and do Sony. their own thing. Like, like Microsoft and Sony always try to like come out with stuff at the same time. Yeah, they're in a competition with each other. So, like, why is it Nintendo's always just off in their own world? Because they can be. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, they 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 have such big coffers full of money. Yeah, and they're still <laughs> independent. They're still independent, even though they're oh, publicly. Okay publicly traded company yeah they still own vastly majority sh- uh majority control over yeah. themselves that I is guess. a big difference the, com- so they the company so they can do whatever they want way different and yeah. they pretty much let investors know you don't come here to make money you come here to make games yeah so you're gonna invest <laughs> in us know that we're gonna do right by you but you're gonna have to be patient yeah you know um if you want to make big bags of money and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you're going to have to go elsewhere. Yeah. But, you know, people have been uh, talking about rumors about a new upgraded Switch and stuff yeah. like that, which is like... Well, it's weird to me that... What is it? What's the new Switch called? Switch Lite or something? Oh, yeah, yeah the smaller one. But it's like not even the same thing. It's just a handheld now. Yeah, it's yeah. just a handheld. It still runs the same games, but you can't play the same games. But that's what I mean. It's some like, of those games are going to need those Joy-Con. <laughs> But that's what I mean. So it's like, why? Why I wonder why they did that? Uh, because they're not supporting 3ds anymore. Oh, okay. So it was like their call to taking away the 3ds. Pretty much. I mean, Basically it's like their that's their basic yeah. handheld. It's cheaper. Um, so I wonder why they like didn't give it a new name altogether. Then mm, branding. Yeah. Because it's the same thing, but it's not. Because the yeah, thing. they want to say that's why they go with Switch Lite. Yeah, it's not. Di- it's, it's the it's, switch on the go. It's diet better. Coke, not Coke. It's diet. <laughs> they just call it. Should have called it Game Boy Switch. <laughs> it would be nice if they brought back the name Ooh. Game Boy. Yeah, are they ever going to come out with another Game Boy? <laughs> uh, that that's a that's another thing I would like to look at is just take a deep dive look at handhelds. Like when did they stop using Game Boy? Uh, Game Boy. Advanced SP. Yeah. That was the last uh, Game, Game Boy, Boy Micro, actually. Oh, yeah, Game Boy Micro. Those are weird. I never had one of those. But, like, yeah. the DS, those aren't those weren't considered Game Boys, no, they were right? just Nintendo DS. Nintendo DS, yeah. Okay. Yep. That would be sweet if they'd come back with Game Boy. Yep. That would be pretty cool. Like, that would have been a perfect opportunity, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. Might have been. Game Boy Switch. <laughs> So anyway, so game it. Now, game game it. it. Do you guys remember when the PlayStation Four and the Xbox One released? Do I remember it? Really? I mean, you don't have to answer. I'm just asking if you just off the top of your head. Twenty no. fourteen. Well, if no. I told you that we're in the seventh year of those consoles, would you believe me? No. Twenty thirteen. Wow. Wow. I said no, and I said 2014. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's late. <laughs> but anyway, really? Yeah. That's crazy. Seventh year. And people are like, 
we're, I guess that's why everybody's going crazy about the new systems coming out. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> I didn't that realize is, that. That is partially why. But the, here's the thing that I find interesting. When I look at how the last generation went seven, eight years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was no mid-year um, upgrade. Oh, like this year kind of had the mid-year. Yeah, like this. Oh, like the Pro or whatever. Because yeah. the Pro. What did the Xbox get? They got a Xbox too. One X. One X. Yes. Yeah. And this is the thing. I hate their naming. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Well, this is the thing. Um, the PlayStation Pro came out in 2016, so three years after. So that's probably why it feels like it hasn't been yeah, so long. Yeah, and the Xbox One X came out a year later in 2017. Hmm. Sony beat him to the punch this time. Now, and <laughs> this is interesting because maybe it was that mid-year refresh that kind of kept the uh, probably the generation from feeling like it was dragging. I guess, yeah. Because, I mean, I ended up getting the newer version. So I'm sure that helped with that. Yeah. When I felt like the quality of games has, like, come a long way since the release of the PlayStation 4 as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that happens with all it's these like, generations. It's like, now that we're getting on, like, the final years of it, I guess, like, it feels like they have finally tapped into all the potential in the in the systems. Whereas, like, before, like, when they first came out, it was like, yeah, new tech, new graphics, new... It's like, it looks pretty, but it's new not stuff. Really running very well. But <laughs> then it's like, a few years go by, and it's like, it's getting better. It's improving. Hmm. And then the Pro came out, and it's like, wow, it's like, you can really tell a difference from when it first released. Yeah, especially if you have HDR and 4K. Yeah. I mean, really, the biggest difference for me that the Pro has done for me is Monster Hunter. Hmm. Because... With the pro version, you could have the increased frame rate or resolution yeah. with that game. Yeah. Which having an increased frame rate was nice. Yeah. It's probably why I didn't enjoy it as much then. Yeah, you see it in uh, Destiny 2 as well. Yeah, because see, I still play on... Really? Like when you guys were playing uh, Destiny on, uh, oh, on the normal ones. PlayStation 4s, and we'd be which in like I big firefights. <laughs> uh, you know, which, when we would get in big firefights, you guys would be saying, "Man, it's really slowing down here." It wouldn't, it wouldn't slow down for me. No, that's probably why I struggle with a lot of games then, because I still have the old one. <laughs> you don't have a pro? No. Oh wow! I don't, I don't have I, the new slim version either. I bought my pro probably early 2017. What did I? Oh, I gave Brian my old one. That's right. Yeah, yeah I'm still running off the original one. <laughs> yeah, I gave my original one to John, so mm. it's living in Japan. <clears throat> wow. But, yeah, I mean, it's like when I look at the games that were released this year outside of exclusives, which is another thing that we learned is that exclusives, exclusives, exclusives they sell is what keep your platform alive. Yeah. yeah. They, do, they really do. I mean, it justifies the cost of your hardware. And I, I hate it right when now. you have exclusives and then they finally decide to bring it out on both consoles. And it's like, well, it's not exclusive anymore. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like, <laughs> why would I want to spend money on this and go there? And that's where you the argument of, well, this one's more powerful, so you're going to get that if you get it on this. On this. All I can say is Gran Turismo, PlayStation. What is it? Xbox has Forza? Forza. Forza. Yeah. Forza. Uh, which is kind of... It's a good game, too, I hear. I mean, it's like... I haven't played it. You're either a Forza guy or a Gran Turismo guy. No. And, but a lot of Gran Turismo guys are saying Forza has kind of taken over Gran Turismo. I mean... From presentation to... Well, it Gran Turismo has kind of gone into a different direction on the last one, too. Yeah. 
whereas I think Forza is still more like arcadey as far as like the content in it. It's still like a simulator, I hear, but like Gran Turismo has gone straight to the, the sport aspect of it, mm. like actually being competitive, <clears throat> playing online. Well, right now Forza doesn't have a path to professional driving like Gran Turismo does. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a like there, how many how many race car drivers started out playing Gran Turismo and are now legit race car drivers? Yeah, yeah I mean uh, the latest there's quite one a few won last year's uh, 2018's contest. He's tearing it up. Yeah, I that's what I'm saying. Game, like but. people are going from playing video games to actually having a career in like race car driving. Do you right. think I could be a plumber that saves a princess? <laughs> well, that depends. I don't Did you save it... the princess, or was she in another castle? Question: Did Mario ever <laughs> once use a plunger? Mario versus rabbits. Wait, didn't Mario? How did he? Oh, he used to like pull the things out of the pipes. He didn't and use Mario a plunger. Do. Yeah, he never once or a pipe wrench. How did he become a plumber? Like, what? Yeah. Was he just labeled what a plumber? What aspect of him was what? a plumber? You want his union card? <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just. When he was talking, I was like, why, why do I know him as well, a plumber? Well, he started why out as. Why is he a, considered a plumber? He started you never out see as him do any plumber. plumbing. He started out as a lowly teamster in New York. And <laughs> I mean, there's pipes. There are pipes, but. I don't know. Sorry. That's fine. I never thought about that either. But, yeah, I mean, it's like when I look at this generation, <laughs> you see all the great. Uh, it's like you feel like you get your money's worth by being a Sony supporter, with all the great, <laughs> with all the great um, exclusives you got, yeah, and stuff like that. Xbox, yeah, they had a big thing, but then they, I mean, they're really starting to pick up steam with their Game Pass. Uh, I feel like the Xbox is starting to like get ahead of PlayStation, honestly. For public, um, public knowledge, it is, yeah, for sure. Uh, just because they've been very. Um, forthcoming with information on their next console sony has been zip yeah i feel like xbox mm. is a little bit more community based versus the playstation like i feel like they're in it more for the players yeah and, and because they've been making a lot of player forward player first decisions uh as of late like when i like just like talking to people like xbox people like they seem very well informed about what's going on in the world of Xbox. Yeah, their connection with whereas the, like with PlayStation the people, it's just complaints. Yeah, their their <laughs> their communication with uh, the Xbox community is is just exemplary. Yeah, I mean, it's like they got podcasts, they have live YouTube shows, they have Q and As. Uh, Phil Spencer, for one, he plays with customers. I mean, he's on Xbox Live just playing normal online. Guy sees his gamer tag. He's like, want to play Destiny? He loves Destiny. He'll play Destiny with them. That's funny. I mean, it's like, this guy's in charge of the entire Xbox thing. <laughs> and he's over here playing Destiny with Joe Blow over here. That's funny. <laughs> and he doesn't have to do that. But, But, yeah, I mean, it's like right now... How would you define the current generation of console? Of consoles, uh, what has what has this current generation of consoles been to you? Um, my main source of entertainment for all. <laughs> okay. It's. I was just thinking. It's, it's crazy to think that a video game console is literally the center of entertainment now. Right. Like it has your streaming services and everything on it now. Whereas before, you, you had to have 
different things for all that. Yeah. You 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 had DVD players, VHS players, you know. <laughs> you had you had different tech for different thing, you know, forms of entertainment. Whereas now it's like become very common for a, a, a console to be your main source of entertainment for watching movies, watching TV, like listening to the radio. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you can do just about anything you want just through your console now. Mm-hmm. And it really is my main source of entertainment from watching Netflix to playing video games to putting a movie in and watching a movie. Right. Or listening to music on. I mean, it is the main source of entertainment now. That's that's what it is to me now. <laughs> so this generation has been more about the services and the yeah, more than the games or well, it's it's become I mean, it's still a, a gaming console to me. Yeah. But, uh, you know, like Ashley, it's it's also a way to watch her shows, her favorite shows now. And, you don't, you know, it, I don't have to, I never turn my PlayStation off, it seems like, anymore. It's always on. Yeah. I know. I noticed you're always online, but never playing. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's always on, regardless if I'm playing a game or not. Right. And it is that's kind of wild to me mm-hmm. to think that video game consoles have become more of an entertainment system for, for like all entertainment versus just video games, right? Because Super NES, you you don't it's not on unless you're playing a video game. It's true. Mm-hmm. If you're not if you're watching TV, this it's turned off. Well, yeah. I mean, now it's just my PlayStation is on always. Unless the TV's off, then the PlayStation's off, you know? Right. But if some form of entertainment that involves a TV is happening, my PlayStation is going. Okay. <laughs> How do you use your PlayStation? Pretty much just for games. Yeah. And Netflix, I guess. Yeah. So what game uh, would define the generation for you? Destiny. Yeah. Because as much as I hate it right now, Minecraft. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely the one that's defined this generation. Yeah, uh, I would have to say, I guess one and two. Well, I don't know. I guess one. I'll two launched one. on. Uh, yeah, yeah. One was a cross. one was a came cross across when the PlayStation Four uh, launched. Yeah, yeah. So I'd say one for me. Yeah. Well, see, I got into Destiny because y'all were into playing Destiny, so I was and like, "That's the yeah. way that game works." I wanted to play Destiny. One started with me and him playing, yeah. yeah. And for a while, it was just the two of us. Yeah. Wasn't and it like beta? Oh, I, alpha, beta. Yeah. I played through all those up to the release. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Ethan started on Xbox. And really? I, yeah. I was like, "Why would you do that?" I don't remember that. And it's like. I was like, I don't know, because I have an Xbox. It's like, you have a PlayStation 3. Why don't you want to play with us? This <laughs> is like, PlayStation 4. Yeah, PlayStation yeah, 4. <laughs> but it's like. He's an Xbox guy. <laughs> oh, now he's a PC he's guy. A PC yeah. guy. <laughs> but anyway, he, um, uh, but I remember that's where he started. But yeah, we would two man everything. Oh, yeah. We tried to do as much as we, we tried could. tried to do. Just the well, and I never understood why, like, the, like, most of the stuff. You'd have to have three people. It was a weird three, but then you had raids that were six, and then yeah. you had the crucible, which you could have anywhere from two to six. It was the yeah. party sizes were weird in that game. Yeah, most of the time you have worse. like it was super inconsistent. Yeah, 
Because, like, if you have four people that want to play, it's like, oh, one guy's got to sit out. <laughs> and then we reached the peak of it where it's like first come, first serve for the raid. Yeah. <laughs> there was, like, like a, maybe a couple months that that was going on. Yeah, that was great. It was nice. But it didn't last long. No. <laughs> and then, gosh, the the launch of the second game was so disheartening. Yeah, it started like, out fine. And then it's like, it's like, oh, we got, got all these people. We have a clan at the start. And then it just went... It's like I ain't getting it. <laughs> we're, we're, oh, everybody's gone. Yeah. yeah, I know. But yeah, for me, the game would be Destiny One because I I sunk so much time into that. Game. Yeah, I played a lot, but like I don't even consider waste, it on my list. Anymore. I wasted months of my life of game time. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess I played a lot of Metal Gear Solid Five. Okay, I played a lot of games. Wait, I've played a lot, yeah. I mean, seven years? Like, uh, <laughs> Well, I've I played a lot uh, across Destiny and other things. I mean, Destiny 1 still probably has most played. I mean, I, I hit spurts where I played Destiny a lot. I played Skyrim a lot. <laughs> I played yeah. Minecraft a lot. I played Gran Turismo a lot. Like, I've got a lot of games that I've played. Yeah. I think the one thing about this current generation that kind of speaks to me is just how just the maturity of the industry, yeah. the, maturity, the level of maturity of the games we're getting uh, to handle mature topics yeah, and issues and things like that. Um, I think also to tell mature stories that are that actually connect with people. Um, I mean, I don't have a kid, but yeah. I mean, it's like playing something like God of War and seeing that story mm. of a father – that was a really yeah, coming good game. to terms with his demons. I never even finished that game. Yeah. I got to a certain point in it and got bored. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people get that way with that game. But I think um, it's just because I'm getting older. Yeah. Could be. Like yeah. just priorities in life, you know, yeah. like have changed. Like I do, I have a hard time like getting invested in a game anymore. Right. I can understand that. Yeah. Yeah. You, you see, your definition, I mean, it's like not your definition, but your situation. Your life situation yeah. is changing. It is where you have a you have a new, new newborn son. I do. You're in a committed relationship. Yeah. So now it's like I can't just play now. games for hours on yeah, end. You got life stuff, but <laughs> even though I still do, the, the games are <laughs> it's just Minecraft. So it's fine. just Minecraft. The game. So the matter. game is your release valve. It is. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like Minecraft, I find myself going back to more than any other game, just because it's a sa- open sandbox game. Right. You go in and you can literally do whatever you want in there. If I feel like mining for a few hours, I'll just go mine. If I feel like building a cool house, I'll go build a cool house. You know, like blowing stuff up. If I feel like making some TNT and blowing stuff up, I'll go blow some stuff up. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's like even though I'm a I'm a single male, yeah, and stuff like that, with where I dictate my own how I spend my own time and money, yeah, things like that. Even I'm finding that you know the way I uh, interact with the hobby. Is changing, yeah, because of changing interests, yeah, uh, changing goals, yeah, yeah. Uh, things like that. I mean, even even starting this whole podcast idea, it's like it's a new way to relate to gaming and to discuss it. And you know, if anything, even and, if I stop playing way. games, I'm still gonna. I'm always gonna be a gamer. I'm still gonna look at it. I'm still mm. gonna watch where it's going. Yeah, I'm still interested in interest what's in next. It. Yeah, yeah. it's know? always gonna be in my life, uh, and I'm very excited for where the next. Games are going in the next con- consoles and just the industry itself. I'm going to be that old man. Back in my day, all we had was <laughs> NES. 
Yeah. And two controllers. <laughs> I remember when you had to play sitting next to a person. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't just say mean things to them over the, the microphone because they could punch you. <laughs> I mean, you can say that to the kids now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't have to be an old man yet. You mean you're not playing with the kids on the Minecraft? <laughs> no, I don't play with people. You're, you're not that creepy adult? No, dude, like when I play like Call of Duty or something, I mute everyone. I don't care what people have to say. (laughs) Unless I know the person, I don't talk to them. Yeah. I just, I'm not, I'm not into that kind of social. I'm not sociable enough for that. Yeah. That social interaction. I just don't, I don't care enough. Yeah. It's weird because I feel like I can, I'd do better in social stuff in person. Yeah. But like, over, oh, I'm, I'm, I can be very sociable. But like over there, like, like in public. I, I, I don't know you. I don't really want to talk. But to like you. playing online with people, like I just, you don't know who you're talking. I think to. the thing about, and it's weird to me, talking mm-hmm. to people online, completely strangers online, is just the fact that when you meet them in person, there's a certain level of decency, <laughs> which you know you're kind of guaranteed to get mm-hmm. as yeah. far as behavior goes but yeah. online it all Any, bets are yeah. off. anything goes yeah. you could meet a guy who's really cool and just chill or you could meet a person who's like mm. toxic and just everything it's like fault and- it's like <laughs> jersh and reaper <laughs> <laughs> like those are the two ends of the spectrum yeah pretty but much the thing about reaper is that he was already vetted by people we know yeah even though he is as that's true like it if is- it wasn't for micah there's no reason he would be on my friends no list. no it's really weird to but if people. it wasn't for Reaper, yeah. Jersh wouldn't be on the friends list. Which he just randomly picked him out of a lobby. <laughs> That's insane. I remember meeting Micah for the first time, and I was like, "Oh yeah, huh? You, you? I mean, I didn't really have a picture. Yeah, of what it's you it's like, weird, like having like an online friend and the then voice, meeting the voice, just the voice, has a face, and you're like, that's weird. And then actually meeting them, like yeah, when meeting Josh. Oh yeah! For the first time, yeah, it's like, it like, "Wow, you don't look anything like I thought you would." I didn't say that, but no, it's like, yeah, it's weird. It's always a thought because you're like, like the voice didn't match the face. It never does. does <laughs> yeah, it? no, because even if you don't like, some like I don't even have a face for most people. It's just yeah. Well, and then you all know, of a sudden, a face is there. And the only the reason time, I know what Reaper looks like is because I'm friends with him on Facebook. Right, right. See, I still don't and he know looks he exactly like. like the voice. I can show I you. I don't know if I want to know. <laughs> no, his, his face matches the voice. <laughs> oh, Reaper. Jeez. Yeah. Love the I, guy. <laughs> love, I love the guy. He's hilarious. He but, is know. hilarious. Uh, but man, Reaper the last, is Reaper. The last time he just joined the party and like... Colin? Colin, that's him. Golly, he joins the party and just like... And he just starts going you're just like... Hey, Reaper. Long time no see. He's Eventually, just... we're going to have segments of him just giving words of wisdom. Oh, gosh. <laughs> be hilarious. No. But on one hand, though, it's like, That's you know. That's Reaper. Uh, <laughs> like my niece. She she All met right. her. Like my niece. She met her longtime oh, boyfriend, yeah. now, uh, now fiance. That's right. Online. And most of her friends that she's actually close with. She has a lot of online friends. They're from friends. online. Yeah. And most of them are from the Little Big Planet community. Yeah, which is funny. <laughs> that is weird. But yeah, some people like I think some people are better at the whole online That is their life, is that social type stuff. Yeah. You know, most people who uh started out early on Xbox Live, you know, during that day, those days, people were cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Only the people who really wanted to be there were there. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it became everybody just poured in. And... Well, now it's just the standard. And now it's like 
with anonymity on oh gosh yeah on that's... the internet people just their real selves come out <laughs> it's <laughs> you know? almost not even their real selves it's just they don't care <laughs> no so they're just like whatever yeah, and I feel like that could be like a whole podcast in itself. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other discussion. But. That's not even just gaming. That's just. But anyway, I mean, what are your hopes? Hopes for the next generation? Hmm. I don't know, because to be honest with you, Destiny I have Destiny three. <laughs> I haven't really been excited about the new consoles. Right. Like I keep hearing things about it, but it, it's like yeah, I don't really. I really anything. don't care. Yeah, I, I imagine that. I mean, it hearing, might change once it comes out. Yeah, I mean, but right now it's all just kind of like speculation. Even now, like. hearing stuff about Xbox Series X and the specs, things yeah. like that. For one thing, my eyes are kind of bulging because I'm looking at those specs, going, "That's a that that's an expensive piece of hardware." Yeah, I mean, like, like do they have an idea of what they're going to cost? There's no prices. There's no prices, but if you look at a, you an, think they're going to be expensive? PC, well, if you look at an equivalent PC from what we know about Xbox Series X, an equivalent PC is near $1,600. Whoa. I don't think... But the console is not going to cost that much. No. There's no way they could but charge... But I can't imagine them charging $600 for something like that. That's going to be like, that, like that's too little? Yeah. yeah that's that's, insa- that's even more insane than what the PlayStation 3 was suggested about. Yeah. Because it's like they'd have to... I mean, it's like... I've always thought that because of the rumors and the specs, and now that the specs are confirmed to a degree, that X, that Microsoft was definitely looking at doing a premium product for a big price and that they were going to price it uh, to the point to where people look at that price and go, well, if I'm getting that piece of hardware, that seems priced appropriately. Yeah. And hmm. even Phil Spencer has said that much, hmm. that the price of the console will be equivalent to, you know, that people will feel like it's a good value for what we're presenting, which tells me that they're they were mm. we're expecting to be a very very pricey product. Yeah, which is why they're saying that all of their first party games are going to be cross generational for at least until 2021, and the fact that they're touting Game Pass and X Cloud and things like that. Well, see the the next gen consoles might in my case might be I wait a few years. Let them get the bugs fixed, you know, and then which honestly is the smart thing to yeah. do. Which because really this generation is still going to go and bleed into that. This yeah, coming like, for a while. I told somebody the other day, it's like I'm probably going to have a PlayStation Four for years to come until it craps out on me. Right. And then at that point, I might upgrade. But it's like it's funny because people I know that are have been married and have had kids for a while, like they're still on like PlayStation Two and PlayStation Three. Right. It's it's because their priorities have changed, yeah. and like I feel like I'm slowly slipping into that priority change as well. Whereas like Which used to, <laughs> I look forward to the new console. Right. You know, it's like oh, I'm gonna get it. You know, everybody's getting it. I'm getting it. You know, I'm gonna be caught up with everybody else. Right. But now it's just like I don't care. I still like my PlayStation Four. You know, like I still enjoy the games I have on it. Does this new console run Minecraft? Yeah, <laughs> with ray tracing. Yes, I might get it. <laughs> That's the you can almost question. guarantee that that will happen. <laughs> but it's like I don't know. Like if if they come out and they've got some good games, then it's really going to be the games. That they then offer. I might be interested. But like it depends on how gimmicky they're going to be with the console. 
Like, is it going to be a gaming console or is it going to be like the PlayStation 4 and the right. Xbox where it's it's an entertainment so console? So I, I guess you would say your hope, your hope for the console is that... I hope they still keep it game-based. That it's a gaming machine. Yeah. And, it's st- and it stays a gaming machine. Yeah, because, I mean, otherwise, what's the point? Yeah. I mean, I think it's going to be... They're going to still have all the streaming stuff. Well, yeah. And it's going to be a gaming. But I don't know what they would add to change that. But I feel like gaming has changed in the sense of, like, microtransactions. Well, yeah, that whole... Like, that has changed gaming so much, I feel like. All games will have their own individual store within the console. (laughs) Yeah, and it's like, when you buy a game, you're not buying a full game. Like, you're buying an entry to a game. Because months yeah. down the road, they're going to come out with DLC for it and yeah, new that's, content. That's the whole thing with like a live game. Yeah, so it's like I kind of wish they'd go back to just you buy a game, a game, and that's it. And that's it. I mean, it's cool if you want to add DLC, but don't do things to where it like changes the whole dynamic of the game. Like, don't, don't build the game around, you know, like six months down the line. It's you're cool releasing that developers this stuff. will like take you know what the community is saying and try to improve their mm-hmm. game or whatever but at the same time it's like is it so is it the community making the game now they're influencing it for sure they're definitely influencing well, it. if you're playing dreams they're definitely no, no, making yeah, the they're making the game <laughs> but it's like uh the last the last black op game mm-hmm. like it changed black Ops four yeah it changed so much from when it released to now right just because of like people are wanting this stuff in it but it's stuff that doesn't really matter right but they're putting it in it anyway oh like call it as far as call of duty is concerned i hate when the micro microtransactions start to roll in because it becomes just everybody's just buying into the game well it's just all stupid stuff that's it's like oh i have this neon gun skins. that's got yeah it's like yeah. Uh, what i like it when it's just you know I well, apparently mar- there's a new camos. bundle in the new modern warfare season it just becomes ridiculous. There's a bundle where like the, the weapons actually cause dismemberment. So, like, when you can shoot their arms off and stuff, but it's... Only for that. For those weapons. There's, like, two weapons. That's just... I don't remember what it is, but, like, those weapons, if you buy that bundle, can cause dismemberment. Okay. So you could shoot arms and legs and heads off of the opponent. Huh. But it's only if you have those. So I wonder if you're on the but receiving But the those end, are just, like, skins that? for guns. So I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. like all this stuff that you have to you spend money on to get things in the game, and versus just playing the game and unlocking. Them. <laughs> yeah, you or you know, spend money on it. But I think you know what. But people do it. And part they of that buy into it. Part of that I think is because the price of games, the like the amount of stuff that goes into a game, has drastically increased. It has, and the price hasn't. Really but the changed. price has basically stayed around yeah. sixty dollars for ever yeah so i feel like that's that's, part of the reason destiny is really pissed me off about that stuff Hmm. because like you know they came out with like the three expansions or whatever oh and then they ended up being free to play and then at the end of it all they had it all bundled into one for the same price of the original game oh yeah for destiny one you mean yeah yeah but it's like why do that because i mean you the early adopters are going to pay as you go as you release and then so you get to like, a point where you're like okay we need to inject we all paid, more players what 
probably close to a hundred bucks. Oh, I paid way for everything too much for that game. Whereas people who just came into the late into the game just paid a straight. 60 but the bucks. thing with games like that is they'll never have the same experiences of Which, tri- of going through true. that game. And as nobody's like, going to have my Peter Dinklage plastic ghost. That yeah, I like my coming in at that point, we had to pay extra for all that. Yeah, but I mean, early adopters of anything always pay more. Like, it'd be nice for them to come out with games where the DLC doesn't actually change the game. It just adds to it. Well, I think you're talking about in the case of a, a living game. Or yeah. a, game, a game as a service. Yeah. Well, but if you're talking about a game like God of War. Yeah. Or, or The Last of Us or anything like that. I mean, obviously, you're not going to get that so much. Um, where, you know, a single-player game like that yeah. is definitely going to be, you know... You get what you pay. For. It's definitely I guess like a true, multiplayer yeah. game problem. But, you know, as like far as the Fortnites, like yeah. the Destinies, um, the Divisions, mm-hmm. and things like that. You're always going to get nickel and dimed like yeah. that. Because really, honestly, when you're not paying a subscription, monthly subscription, they got to get their money somehow to support the game down mm-hmm. the road. And so... Yeah, I, I guess to me, it just feels like more money is invested in and gaming that, now. And it there, is. There's Cause, a ton. Because I don't even think... Because you still got your subscription for whatever console you're on. Yeah. Hmm. That you pay yearly. Yeah. And then the price of a game and then the price of all the DLC that comes with that out for that game. Yeah. It's it's really gotten expensive to be a gamer. Yeah. Hmm. But honestly, though... When and think about that. At, when you look at the, like the prices that I was telling you about and the inflation on it. <coughs> yeah. Um, when you look at the price of games now, 60 bucks... That hasn't changed since the PlayStation 3 era. No. Yeah. And really, it's like, I wouldn't... I mean, I guess the question really is, would you be willing to pay $10, $20 more per game if that meant less microtransactions? I think I would. I would. Yeah. So. I Microtransaction is my biggest beef in the gaming industry right now. Right. It just feels dirty. Well, I feel like it all started with, like, mobile games. It did. And then it just bled over. It really did. And because I, I mean, hate it, they make money off of it. Yeah. That's the problem. It's like it's yeah, because people still do it, like, and they're going to make money. They off make of it, money, so, so no it's not going to change. To do it, yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, I can't um, blame them. If, no, I if mean, that was me making money off of. <laughs> yeah, they have to make <laughs> yeah. make money. Yeah. So. But you know, I think my hope for the next generation is that basically we don't get washed up and all that nickel and diamond and I love that games as a big business let's get back to making games innovating on games making mm, making experiences <laughs> that we've never had before I would like to see new IP yeah new so, IPs I mean, would be well, great I'm reading off the list of games I was talking about we're on our seventh version of Tekken uh, yeah uh, we're on our fifth version of Street Fighter technically our 50th um, <laughs> yeah I know <laughs> I mean, like some of these are such classics. And it's like it's awesome to see them continue, but at the same time, if you're not having like these new games show up that yeah. are like, oh, I mean, this I, is I, new. Who knows what number Call of Duty this is next this year? Um, Call of Duty is it's even fading know. in my opinion. <laughs> well, there's only so it's, much they still you can have know. some moments, yeah. but but I'm hoping mm-hmm. that we're gonna get more Bloodborne's, not Souls games and. In, oh, in like a Bloodborne 2? Like a new, not even a new Bloodborne, but you know how Bloodborne came out of nowhere? They were like, oh, Bloodborne's yeah, 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 yeah. great. It's a new IP. 
It is. See, the thing with those from software games. Those is, games are intense. Though. They're intense. Like, even when they bring out a new IP, it's still a Souls game. Now, what do you yeah, all but say? I'm not saying I want a Souls IP? game. I'm just saying, like, a brand new name, brand new IP. This, this is the this is the first game in this series. Oh, okay. It's not like just such and such a new two, original three. game, new yeah. idea, new yeah. gameplay elements. Like uh, which that's kind of hard to come by anymore. Like, everything's a rehash. They it seems like they teased for PlayStation Five. Got uh, what was that one? Goat Simulator? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, next Great, generation, greatest of all Physics. time. The, out of this the, world. The video game awards. I think it was that that they teased that. Uh, I forget. What Godfall. It was Godfall. Yeah. Like that's a new IP that yeah that's a that's a I believe it's a new that's IP. that's a looter. Don't know if it's a game as a service, but it's a looter of some kind. Okay. Um, what was that one game? Anthem that was supposed to be like uh, the uh, Destiny Killer. Yeah, like the whole new uh, thing, and then it just bombed. What happened to it? <laughs> it was an incomplete game. They should never. Should. They're working on like a whole rework of the game. Yeah, right they're there? completely scrapping it. I mean, this is the thing. They put up Christmas ornaments. They just took them down a week ago. <laughs> But it's like they had to make an announcement saying, yeah, we're going dark for a while. We're still going to support the current state of things, but don't expect anything new from us for quite a good long while. But we'll be back. We're going to retool this thing and we're going to fix it. I guess to me, the the gaming industry has become that an industry of making money. It's oh, almost, yeah. It's almost like oil. For yeah. sure. Back in there in the day, uh, it's like there's way too much. It's business. a commodity. It's gold, and then yeah. there are hills, and we're going to get it. <laughs> you know, and I, I'd that's agree with that. that I, I guess that's what I'd like to see is them to get away from just the profit of video. Well, games. I think that's where you need to look more into the indie stuff. Yeah, that's where you're going to find more yeah, of small, the passion. Smaller scale games, you're going to find people who are creating. It's like what I said before. I really understand what they mean when they say rock is dead. Yeah. You know, because it's like back in the day when rock and roll was new, it said something. It wasn't for profit. It was just yeah. a new sound. Oh, yeah. I don't and even then get the industry gets it and now. it becomes a huge <laughs> industry. And yeah. you have to find those small pockets of bands who are actually doing it. Innovative and for, for the passion the new. of it. Yeah. For it. Even if it's not innovative, they're, they're being genuine. Yeah. They're being, I mean, not saying that they can't make money, but yeah. you know, that they're. It's there. just hard once, like, once money in the world we live in everybody starts can rolling be a in, star. yeah, <laughs> it just starts to because then you just start repeating stuff because yeah. you find something that works and it's manufactured yeah. and yeah, this so it and becomes that. less but, genuine. You know, it's like and I kind of feel like the same way is with kind of gaming. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's like gaming is dead, which will probably be our first T-shirt. But <laughs> gaming is dead. Long live gaming. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, what's what's that one game? Um, it, it's like Banjo Kazooie. But you're like a lizard or something, and you have a bat for your ukulele. Companion. Oh, uku- ukulele. Yeah. yeah, it's it's just a rehash of. Well, it's made by the same people. I know, but it's like there it is again. Like just well, they, rehashing they don't call old them rehashes. Ideas. They call them spiritual successors. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, but it's it's. The I would same almost thing, rather have an like, actual banjo kazooie. They put, put a new skin oh, on it. Would. Because the last one they did, what was it? Nuts and bolts was a disgrace. It was so bad. But I mean, it was like I guess a racing when, when you got so many people yeah, you and had so to many your own vehicle. Yeah, it was weird. So many people and so many companies like making things. It's like, I, oh yeah, gaming industry so hard big to come and up spread with out everywhere. Your own original idea. Well, even just putting out a putting out a game is still a very complex, yeah. very expensive endeavor. 
Uh, unlike film, where we've had we have over a hundred years of film making. Oh yeah, we only have about oh forty years of game making. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is still a very young. Yeah, yeah, industry. and I guess this yeah. is just the growing pains of an industry, and but... it's like a fast growing. Like oh yeah, because technology moves so quickly. yeah, it's like it just explodes. You know, I wonder I wonder how this conversation would go with like an 18-year-old and now. Like, you know any? With, <laughs> um, I used to, but now he's 20. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Ethan would probably be a good perspective, but even then cuz I feel like we all kind of all th- us three kind of have a similar like point of view a, a point of view with mm. the games. I don't know. I just, I, I wonder what it would be like to get someone that like, we don't really know just mm. to get their perspective on what gaming is now. Fortnite, man. Yeah. For, Fortnite. <laughs> well, one, one part, one, one thing I would like to get is, uh, people, uh, have a conversation with somebody who just likes watching live streams. Yeah. Don't like they, they don't, <laughs> like, I mean, they're I not watch, really interested in, I watch a lot a game of people as, play games on YouTube, but that they primarily like watching more than playing. But but usually it's me trying to learn something. Exactly. Yeah. You're trying to You're get trying something to get out something. of it. I'm trying so to get information, yeah. But people who genuinely like turn on a live stream and just, just watch it. Just to watch. I, I know that part of it is maybe they like the streamer. The personality. Probably, you know? Yeah. But other times. Because I definitely have streamers that like, I prefer over this. others. I won't play a scary game. I'll watch a scary game. Yeah. I'll watch somebody play a scary game. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I could do that too. It's weird because... I don't actually watch streams, like streamers or anything, but I do remember growing up watching you a lot and enjoying it, but I just don't enjoy watching a stream for some Yeah, time. but you watching me, you could interact with me. Yeah. Be like, hey, what's over there? Or did you see that? Yeah. I Versus guess. if you're watching a streamer. It's, it's literally just, just it's like, a shared experience. Because there are some streamers where I'm watching, I'm like, <gasps> why are you doing it like that? Yeah. <laughs> or why are you doing that? I right. guess and there's kind of some of that with streamers. But streamers like, is more of a persona than is yeah. anything. It's just them playing a well, game. It's another they form enjoy of celebrity. And but, them um, just being entertaining. Influencer, man. Yeah. Because if you watch most streamers, they're literally just talking about nonsense. Mm-hmm. But they get the views. That's a weird part of the gaming it's like, industry. It's like that Dr. Disrespect guy. Like, he's got some weird videos. But he's clearly playing a character though. But he clearly does something right because he's he's got it made doing the YouTube stuff. Doing this or Twitch or stream, whatever you know, the service yeah. he is yeah. that he uses. Mixer. But it's like these people have figured it out and they're Don't, making a living off of it. Which they're is, making more than it's crazy to think about. Yeah. That you can literally just record yourself playing games mm-hmm. and make money off of it. Yeah. It, it's crazy. I never would have thought that would have been a thing. I mean, obviously, there's not a secret sauce to it because. No, I mean, I, it's a very involved ordeal. Like, there's a lot of editing and a lot of time that goes into it. But at the same time, it's they're literally just playing games. Pretty much. I mean, it's like that. Like, like I said, there's an audience of people. Yeah. Who just tune in. That's all they do to watch gameplay. Yeah. And I would like to talk to somebody who that's their primary consumption of games. Yeah. Like they don't play. They just watch. Like they would, might play occasionally, yeah, but they, they just prefer would, to just yeah. sit back and just watch a stream just to hear their perspective yeah. on things. Because we all grew up playing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah. Well, those are interesting thoughts for maybe another time, and we pretty much hit all the topics that we're going to hit, and we've already gone way longer than we anticipated. <laughs> this will never see the light of day Did because we. That's yeah, twelve. Oh my gosh, I don't. I can't. I can't even think about editing this. Uh, but how anyway, many hours did we get? hit all the con- the generations yeah most we of it yeah we, we just did. finished up with the last uh, generation because four well, we kind of i guess we were on it for a while but yeah yeah there's a lot to talk about Even i could have talk, ones are we talked about the old generation i could have brought i could have broken this down up into five different sessions but we could have talked about each console on its own each console <laughs> each each generation or just whatever focus it down but this was a very good learning experience it was and i'm glad we did, did a it. lot to so, sift through at least. Yeah, I'll, I'll sift through it and stuff like that. Who knows what little things I might yeah, find. Yeah, you find some fun stuff maybe. Maybe, but you know. Possibly. There's a shark chasing me. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do? Just keep sailing. <laughs>